Well, hello there, Chad. Hello. How are you? Me? Yeah. I'm good. How are you? I'm better. More yeah. awake today. I got a little more sleep today. We're a little off here. Oh, we're a little off. Let me change it. I'm just going to spin the camera a little bit. This is Candid Athletic Training, episode 221. Thank you for tuning in. 221. It's a big number. It's going to tie into our fictional athletic trainer debates tonight. We're going to revisit one of my favorite stories. Very excited for it. I don't know why. Because you love you some 221B Baker Street. Nope. What? What do you got? Nisi. She's got got back. That's Kevin. Kevin's, Kevin's your boy. That's me. That's me, Nisi Kevin. Truly, you know, if you, truly, truly, if you haven't tried the vodka versions, they're pretty good. I've been trying to drink more vodka lately. <laughs> <laughs> That's a goal. Instead it's of a water, life, it's a life goal. Um, Just drink more vodka. You'll go places. You will. Um, you know, it's summer. Seltzers, clear it's liquids. Like four thousand degrees around the country. Today, is it really? Everywhere is hot. Oh, well, it's good. I think it's Every, official. Everybody wants hot right now. I know. Even like in the states that it gets really hot, I bet they're like, "Oh, summer's finally here." Hmm. Well, you're good. I think so. You, you you're good? well rested. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think we've talked about it. I usually have a pretty long day on a Wednesday, and I got to sleep in a little bit. And change of schedule a tad. And you know what's one of the best feelings in the entire world? Yes. <laughs> um, it. The visuals in my head uh, were incredible, mm-hmm. just so you know. You know, you've never really experienced this. <laughs> what's one, that? One of the best feelings in the entire oh, world. Oh, I know what you're going to say. What? You're going to say opening up a nice adult beverage <laughs> at the end of a long day. That's what you're going to say, right? Nope. Oh. No, no, no. Um, along the lines of other liquids that you don't drink. Milks? Nope. Um, Coffee? Yeah. I I got the opportunity this morning, and for all the parents out there that might have a hectic work schedule as well, my son slept till about 8.30 this morning. Oh, solid. And What's normal? About 7, 7.30. Like, if if he's not up by 7.30, it's kind of like, wow, he's sleeping in. And it's been a while. He's even been waking up a little bit 6.30 lately. I mean, he's he's in that full-on adjustment mode right now. Sure. Even he, he slept till 8.30, took a really crappy morning nap, and then took an incredibly long afternoon nap, right? I think most parents have been there. But for the very first time in a long time, I got to wake up let my dog out, make a cup of coffee, sit on my balcony, mm. and just do nothing for about 20 minutes. When you're a new parent, those five minutes mm. of silence are like yep. priceless. Yep. They really are. And nobody can prepare you it's for like it either. five to 10 minutes and you're like, oh my God, this is great. And on the reverse, like when you get, you think you're going to have five minutes- and then it doesn't happen. It's like, oh, 
Jeez. Yeah. Kid. Kid, I just wanted five minutes. What's what's he what's Abe doing now? Like what's what's the routine? What's he watch or like what's his interests? Um what's he big into? What is he big into? He's starting to copy, right? So he's starting to what you say. He's like trying to figure out how to say it. Yep. Um Uh oh was <laughs> two days ago. Like, uh oh. And he went, uh oh. And I was like, All right, you're doing it. Um, our babysitter got him to say nana for like banana oh, today. Sure. Um, so he's like figuring that stuff out. Mm-hmm. He is his interest is not crawling and only standing and trying to walk. That is his biggest interest. He still has yet to... Is he 10 months? 11 months? Almost 11. 11. Yeah. But yeah, so he's 10 months. Um, It'll be any week now, huh? It, yeah. Actually, yeah. next week. Um, I meant like when he's doing it. Oh, I think so. Yeah. Uh, he is... He's got it kind of figured out. Um, there's just not that moment of like, ooh, um, I got some stability. Sure. Now... Yeah. The one thing that's been consistent probably for the last six months, and he's definitely my child. So cars, he actually loves watching like Formula One races. Sure, me. but <laughs> we we went, <laughs> we went to we went to um, my brother's house. And my brother was gone, but we went and visited like his cousins, yeah. and they actually had NASCAR on, and he just sure. went Lightning McQueen. <laughs> nice, <laughs> like yep, that's nice. exactly it. Um. No, like I, I think we've talked about this, like the end end credits of movies, right? Mm. Everybody in the entire world now like stays for the end credits. Well, mm-hmm. or maybe people don't; they just watch it on YouTube. But I used to always watch the end credits of every movie. I, I like it. I, li- I like the music that's playing. I like reading the names of people, mm. all of the above. And I remember the first time I was like, "Oh my god, there was an extra scene," mm. and my kid could care less what's going on on the TV until the credits come on. Oh, really? He loves credits. And it I it has to be the like... The scrolling? I, I don't know if it's the scrolling or if it's like all of a sudden music. Oh. Right? Sure. Like, because he also likes... Um, oh, God, what's the, what's the show that... There's like seven different versions of it. It's on all time, like TN, TNT or TBS. Um, ah, Law and Order. Law and Order, sure. right? My wife watches a lot of Law and Order SVU. And the beginning, the song, like the the opening credits, dun, dun. he like he stops everything he's doing and he goes, and he just watches sure. it. And but he does the same thing with credits. He'll be in the middle of throwing stuff into his face to eat it, and he'll stop and he'll like look at the TV when credits come on. So that's that definitely is definitely your child. Definitely my child. He's got he's got some of my my quirks, as he should. He's a cutie. He's hair, from you. His hair is getting a little curlier. Oh really? He went in a pool for the first time. Oh, on Monday. Yeah, How'd that go? Pretty good. Like he didn't. It was still cold. Like oh. you know, outdoor pool. Um, we have a we have a pool at our complex, and even when I got in, I was like, whoa! I thought it was gonna be warmer than this. And yeah. That perfect temperature of. All right, is is I just got to get used to it. Sure, but yet this isn't the most comfortable experience right now. 
not no, not like a cold plunge or anything, but it's like, whew. He had the same reaction. <laughs> and once he got used to it, he was good. He actually has, courtesy of his grandma, like a little blow-up uh, floaty golf cart. Oh. And so he was digging that. That's cool. Um, he did pretty well. And I, I and actually I'm pretty happy because it's like, oh, man, that would have that been a bummer if you hate the water. Yeah. But when, actually, I meant to ask you this. When did you guys start doing, like, swim stuff? Swim lessons. Pool, like, with Bennett? Four, oh. mon- four months old. Four months old. Like, right away. Woo. Like, that right. was the earliest you can. Yeah. Up, well, we, we used goldfish, mm-hmm. which is super expensive, but we did it for, like, a couple months. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think it was once a week starting, I think he was four months old. Wow. Four months old. Yeah. That's interesting. When did you, when was the first time you went under the water? Uh, four and a half months old? Uh, yeah. Like you, just, you just do it. You just do it. You just yeah. do it and they figure it out. Yeah. It's just so like a, a dunk and pull towards you and quick. That's so interesting. Doop. I did not dunk him. <laughs> and then he would go, which sign more. language for more. Yeah. He, he really liked it. Yeah. And he, as long as they're not under there for, you know, yeah. more than just a second or two, they're fine. Yeah, totally. They like, Na- it's like human nature. Yeah. Like instincts kicking. Yeah. Um, that is something else that I, maybe I've It's scary. The first time you put oh your, my God, your I would imagine. child underwater, you're like, I'm not trying to kill him. I'm trying I, to teach him, but I might I kill him. I thought about it. I was in the pool and I'm holding them. And I'm like, I should just dunk them. I think you start with like pouring like stuff yeah. on their head and just see how they react. Pour and then. I just, I didn't, in the moment, I was like, all right, he's he's not loving this experience already. Because it's like cold. Because yeah. he hasn't gotten used to it yet. Maybe that's a big thing. Hold. Like we were, yeah. we were indoors in a heated pool. Yeah. So that's way different. I think once our pool is a yeah. little warmer, I also kind of want his mom to do it. Like, because she's truly, she's the, she's the water junkie. Like my, my wife can hang out in water all day sure. long. Um, the more thing though, right? Like, yeah. so I do this and yeah. he goes, <laughs> but he has no idea what it means. Just like, like every athlete. Yes. More, more, more stretching, you, more, oh, more massage. Man. Could you imagine if athletes start coming in the ATR and it's like, they just do this more. It's like, oh God. Banana milk. And then all athletic trainers just go like this. All done. All done. <laughs> um, yeah. That's what I got. So there we are. Babies, businesses, <sighs> things like that. More KT tape, please. More KT tape. More. Oh, my God. More bandages. More bandages. Friends quote. Um, what um, else we got? Blippy. Blippy. Yeah. They do the ambulance song. Mm. And they rhyme bandages uh, and medicine. <laughs> bandages. Uh, it's bandages and medicine. Ah, oh, whatever. It's, every time <laughs> I hear it, it's like, oh, this could be an AT song. Yeah, I haven't got. I haven't gotten to that level. This freaking guy, Blippy, I swear, is a billionaire. Ninety million. He's worth ninety million. He started eight years ago mm-hmm. just doing videos for. It's incredible. We'll get there. Yeah, four more years. Actually, I. In this little intro, um, we've talked about it a little bit, but I like our live listeners and maybe anybody that's listening to this not live. I'm in the search for the best way to get a stocked kit. Like 
as a non-traditional AT. Like, just send me a kit with everything in it? Yep. Like, I'm not, I'm not like, looking for special tape. I'm not, like, I just want the, the essentials, and if I want to add special things, I'll order them. But I had an opportunity for two minutes that a local rugby, yeah. I guess, team was they were looking for athletic training coverage for a match. And they were willing to pay handsomely, to be very honest. Like, I was like, wow, like, no, I'll, yeah, I'll do that. And my first thought back in the mm. day would have been, Chad, can I borrow your kit? Well, that's what I was just thinking. Maybe there's a revenue model. Like, you know how it, like, it's uh, Uber yeah. or uh, no, Turo. Yeah, Turo, right. and then they have one for yep. your house where you can rent out space in your house, yep, uh, like for storage and stuff. Now maybe, you know, you're a traditional AT in the summer. You need rent out your kits. Yeah. Rent out your kits. There might Is that be something. Friend there. or foe? Friend or foe? Rent out your kit. But I like. I would love, um, because I don't. Kyle is responding. Kev, just take your kit to your med kit. Take your kit to the med to the expo. Yeah, to Medco. Be, yeah. yeah, that's so true. Well, I also don't. I know. I'm. I would love to have a Pax kit, right? Especially that. Well, let's talk to Kevin. Yeah. What's what was they? I think they, he even called it the, like the doctor's bag or like, the one that has the automatic locking. Yeah. I I forget what he that model was. But something that size that just has the the traditional wound care tape, I I just don't want to buy everything individually off Amazon. Like, wh- is there a company out there that is? Maybe it's us. Maybe we just yeah. learn to do it, yeah. and that's what. Yeah, don't, you know, don't the hard part would be getting this. it to somebody on the East Coast. It would be. Maybe it's just connecting. Maybe it's connecting schools with. PNR work. Yeah. Let's talk to our friend. Maybe that's what we need to be doing. I just wrote it down. And you know, yeah. anything that's a square around is it's gonna yep. is a text or something we need to work <laughs> on. And I sent you, I just sent you a text. You did. And I was like, why did I get a text message? Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just a reminder that I need to talk to you about that. Water fountains. Um, well, you know what? Let's do this. Yeah, do it. While we start problem solving the world <laughs> of athletic training, let's, uh, let's thank our sponsors here. These guys That's a again. New view. Yeah. Hey, Mike. What's up? What Welcome up, Mike? back. Uh, Healthy Roster, the official sponsor of Candid Athletic Training. Uh, check them out, healthyroster.com. Again, thank you to them. They're going to be at uh, the NATA convention. I think they've got some pretty cool things planned for that. Uh, hopefully, we can hook up with them. Uh, thanks to Smart Tools, smarttoolsplus.com. 10% off anything at Smart Tools using the code CANDID10. Uh, we are looking forward to their Generation 4 model. We are. Um, thanks I hope, to. I hope to get them soon. Thanks to Human Kinetics, twenty percent off anything, um, any of their CEU courses in this reporting year. You can get twenty percent off using the code Candid CEU. Mm-hmm. Uh, Athletic Trainer Insurance Plus. If you want uh, your own professional liability insurance at a discounted rate, all you have to do is become a member of the Candid Athletic Training Podcast, and you can get uh, a discounted professional liability insurance and then our bar tomorrow's june 1st so we're going to draw another name we're going to give away more free our bar 
check them out, our bar energy, um, for some of the best tasting bars, little snack bars. Um, kudos to them. 30% off anything using the code candid bar. Mm-hmm. Kyle said, loaning my kit out is an absolute foe. I hate people rummaging through my kit normally. So mm-hmm. on loan, I'd be going nuts. Well, what if you got paid for it? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> what if, I mean, I, I don't know anybody personally, but you know, I, I know third party of people that do, they do, they do the Turo, Turo, Turo the cars. Yeah. They, they have like a nice car and the way they pay for it is yeah. they basically rent it out. They let other people drive it cause they're not too attached to it. Right. Like it's just a car to them. Um, yeah. Well, should we get on with a choke? Yeah, or should we No, let's do let's do some shenanigans here. Okay. All right, where do you I think we should start these shenanigans? What, um, what, what like area of expertise would you like to work on right now? A friend or foe? You know, no, A let's fat? No, I want to do the would you rather you brought up because I it's really fun. <laughs> All right. And it's simple and we got some live streamers here. Yeah. Let's let's hear what they have to say. D- and did you have one of these this morning? I well, yeah, this afternoon. Um I'm treating one of my patients and I'm like, "Man, you know what? My stomach really doesn't feel very good." But you're in the middle of a treatment. You're in the middle of work. You're in the middle of like, "Listen, it's not like I can just stop." And like go sit down or go like curl up in a ball. But would you rather work with a stomach ache or would you rather work with a headache? Oh, um, uh, personally, Mm -hmm. I'd rather work with, um, a headache. Yeah. I think I'd have to go headache here. I think I'm there with you. Like stomach ache is just like that queasy feeling. Because mm. you know, here's the thing: a, a yeah. stomach ache, it could go two ways. <laughs> it can go up. It can go down. Yep. Um, <laughs> and either either way it goes, kind of it, it kind of it, it makes something else very necessary, and that's access to, um, you know, facilities usually. Yeah. And mine was like that. Um, kind of painful stomach ache where like you it you want to like you just you need to curl up otherwise like there's something going on that like and either something needed to move or it was just like i am just not comfortable full disclosure i don't get a lot of headaches i I really don't um other than the okay that's good yeah other than the occasional waking up with a headache because i'm a little dehydrated from my Beverages of choice. Do you, um, do you get more headaches in in the morning? Well, that's called a hangover. Sorry. Yeah, that's... it's just a hangover. I literally, it's just from being dehydrated. Um, but I think I work through headaches better than I work through stomach aches. I'm definitely a, I need to like lay down. I need to like, I actually prefer like curling up in that ball, but like, oh, what are we doing over here? And having like that pressure on on your belly, so that like 
we can at, like I can actually like oh just have some I guess compression to an area that hurts. What the heck are you doing over there? I'm trying to connect my phone so <laughs> I can do that thing that you showed me. Oh, behind the scenes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and yeah, I think I'm going headache. I'd I'd, I'd rather work with a headache. Nisi, I think agrees. I think I would go for the headache because I have have had nasty stomach while a nasty stomach ache while working at football and I've thrown up. Hey, I don't trust having a stomach ache during treatment. Can you trust a fart? (laughs) (laughs) That's a, that's a movie quote, right? Can you trust a fart? Yeah. Or never trust a fart? Um, I don't know if it's a movie quote. It's something that some very close people in my life always say. Yeah. (laughs) Um, it also brought up, in my head, would you rather, would you rather have to pee or would you rather have to poop during treatment yeah. or at a time when you couldn't use the facility? I'd rather pee mm. all day long. I, when I have You'd to poop, have to when poop. I have to poop, it hurts. I've never like had to pee so bad where I was like, this is going to end badly. I've had to like poop. And if it hangs on, I'm like, I'm in actual physical pain where it actually debilitates me, where I'm like, I have to freeze for a second. I've yeah. never had that from a, from having to pee. Yeah. I would definitely rather have to poop. <laughs> when I have to pee, I'm like, I'm like the, I can't wait for the next off-ramp gas station to pee and like, waddling and like oh my god 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 like very often if i gotta poop i can hold it in for a little bit i can i can fight through it and it it always reminds me of the um awesome powers who does number two work for tom arnold nope it reminds me of fat bastard oh when he goes like um what does he say like I got a I got a turtle head poking out. Um that'll something something something. And then he goes, Oh, I'm getting all emotional. <laughs> and like I I don't know if everybody has that feeling, but there is something about like when you gotta poop and the, you get that like total body like, whew, this feels interesting. And it almost feels kinda good. I don't know if that's everybody, but a clearly fat bastard to me and have something a little in common getting all emotional about it. Um, I've, I can fight through that when I'm working. I can't. Having to, having to pee, sometimes I'm like, all right, uh, I'll be back. Nisi said that one's not for, oh, never trust a fart was from the bucket list. Was it really? Jack Nicholson and Morgan Freeman, yeah. Can't say I've ever seen that. I wonder if that's what people in my life have been quoting. I should ask them. Nisi, this next topic isn't for me. Holding poop can get uncomfortable. And if I have to pee, I get scared. I'm going to pee myself if I hold it too long. I'm a little kid when it comes to having to pee. <laughs> tiny tank. Tiny tank. Tiny tank, Nisi. My wife's the same way. I got a pretty tiny tank. My wife is as, as well. Yeah. If my wife's got to pee, she better have. I mean, I, I've seen her pee in public plenty of times because that ain't, she ain't holding that in. Not to mention she's pregnant. It's like every four minutes. Yeah, tough times. It is. 
She says every time she stands up. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, that's tough. How many months to go? Uh, September. So four. You guys are only halfway four. there. Just over halfway yeah, point. Just over half. She's 20. She's like 24 weeks. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. That's the would you rather. <laughs> <laughs> would you rathers. Would you rathers. What do you got next? Um... All right, let's do our let's do our fictional athletic trainer here. Fatty, fatty, fat, 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 fat. It's episode two twenty one, so I want to go back to two twenty one. One of my favorite two D universes, um, Sherlock Holmes, two twenty one B Baker Street. B Baker Street. That is the residence of said said Sherlock Holmes. Mm-hmm. So we did Sherlock Holmes in episode, I believe, three. Yeah, a long time ago. No, it wasn't. It might have been three. I mean, first fat bracket for sure. Well, okay. Episode one was Flash Superman. Episode two was Yoda versus Harry Potter. <laughs> episode three or four might have been four was friends or three was friends. And then the other one, I think, was Sherlock versus MacGyver, I think. Christ's sake. How do you remember this stuff? Uh, because the, those first four we put up at the same time and it was like, that's all I thought them. about. Yeah. You did the editing. Did, yeah. That. And those, those were, we the, actually had to edit. Yeah. Those were the early days of actually editing and not just like, Oh, we're a little quiet. Ask let's, me, let's make it a little louder. Ask me what we did last week. I'd have to turn the page. I can't remember what we talked about last Seriously. week. We did so much work that I forgot to post the episode on. <laughs> did you post it? I did. It's posted today. now. Yeah. I posted it now. Um, so hey, we did Sherlock Holmes already. Bachelor versus I think it was MacGyver, right? Sherlock. Oh, versus, I think so. Oh, yeah. Or was it? It was Sherlock versus um, House. That's what it was. Oh crap! Sherlock versus House. Um, who is this guy? So we're going to do some of the other characters. I don't think we've done any repeat. We could do it where we bring back characters and compare them to other characters. Um, does that make sense? Might have just pub- published it right now. Oh, if not, we published it twice. I'll tell you. Um, so from the Sherlock, from the tales of the Sherlock, tales. uh, we've got Doctor Watson, Moriarty, Mycroft, who's his brother, yeah. uh, Mrs. Hudson, and then uh, we could do it. Inspector Lestrade, if you want, potentially. Um, but for sure, those other four. You were totally wrong. I looked it up. What episode was it? Episode five, Sherlock Holmes versus Sheldon uh, Cooper. Oh, Cooper. That's right. The two smart guys. It wasn't House. Did we ever do House? I don't think we ever did House. I think we did. Oh, I didn't see that one. Oh, You just did a, a search? It's kind yeah. of a cool... You can, I mean, so I want to remember who episode three was. Right. Kevin's in I the archives. By the way, it doesn't have episode four on our lips in, so I don't know what happened to it. Maybe it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> yeah. Episode three was Friends. Friends. Huh. Um. So let's do this. Let's do it. All the other characters of Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. You want to go by character or you want to just randomly call out who we think would be let's do this let's go by character yeah Watson like Dr. 
Watson. Doctor. Doctor. Medical background. Worked in the Army. Clearly valuable. It's going to be on time. Very it's be organized. It's going to be buttoned up. Uh, He's got your back, Jack. Yeah. Is he, he really, is he a sidekick? Is Watson a sidekick? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I guess he would be a sidekick. I, sometimes I'm like, I don't know. He might be the best sidekick of all time, actually. You know, whenever you bring up sidekicks, yeah, you it's never a great say discussion. Watson. No, because I think comic book stuff. Yeah, you always you always talk about Robin. Robin. The first one that comes to my mind is Robin, and then, and then kid from Spider Man. Uh, to me, the next one is Wong from Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's pretty good. Wong, you're invited to my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but sure, but Watson should be right there. What's the kid from Spider Man? Why can't Why can't we? Can you think of it? No, the I movies. can picture him. I can picture the kid's name. Um. Is he a sidekick or is he the is he the computer guy? Is he the well? Behind I think the that kind of is. Is that a sidekick? I guess maybe a sidekick actually has to go out into the battlefield with you. Yeah, I think that might be true. Ned, Ned, Ned the head. Um, so, so is that the definition? You have to go out into the field. Although you didn't see the last Spider Man yet, I haven't. I've been he actually technically gets out into the field a little bit, but not really. I had all intentions of watching it the other night. Yeah. Because the wife and I said, listen, Listen. we got to save some money. And so we we went through our subscriptions. Yeah. You know, all the Netflixes and Disney's. And we decided to get rid of Disney. We we went with HBO. We only have HBO right now. So such the right call. Well, Disney is pretty... I, I would if you could keep two it'd be for me Disney and HBO would right. be the, the for sure two. I think and we struggled because we were very much like okay hey we got to like clean the house a little bit. Yeah. We put we put on Captain America. We put on whatever. which one? Any of them? The first one, which I, is the honestly, worst of the three. But any of them? Um, she loves the Avengers kind of story just as much as I do. Yeah. So therefore, like. We can both like just have it on the background while we're doing other stuff. But we said, no, we're only going to keep one. And Amazon Prime was not included in that one because we use Amazon Prime for other crap, including. So you have Amazon Prime and. And HBO. Because we, we thought some of the shows that we watch routinely in the background are on that HBO. Which ones? Um, Friends, Big Bang Theory. Oh, some other ones. Your background noise stuff. Yep, background noise stuff. I'll tell you uh, what. We're both weird. We fall asleep to the TV. So we fall asleep to like Friends or Big Bang Theory pretty much every night. I feel like all I'm watching right now is everything is on HBO. Right. And then you were like, succession. you and the world the are wire. like succession, succession, succession. Oh, so I just I, finished. I watch that. The last episode was a couple nights ago. I'm still processing. No spoilers. We were going to do succession tonight. But we're going to do it next week mm-hmm. because two twenty one means Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, it just it just fits. So we also wanted to rewatch Game of Thrones and then watch House of Dragon. House of Dragon. So that was that. Those were the determining factors. The Wire. Yeah, there's just a lot Some of good really stuff go- on HBO. I've I was actually I literally just got done with um, 
binging succession. So I'm all caught up. I was like, all right, uh, I have a list at my desk in a notebook. All the things I want to, to see. And then everything I'm watching this year, and I'm like, dang, I have to make a decision. And I needed a day to just like not watch something. I was like, I can't be just, I got to watch, binge something. When you're at work, do you ever just like actually do work or do you only write down things in lists? I only do the lists. (laughs) (laughs) Chad loves a good list. I sure do. Um, So. And then I started watching something today that wasn't on the list. I was like, oh, you know what? I forgot this one. Let's start this. Have you ever gone back and watched Sherlock again? I've watched it through at least twice, maybe three times, but it was all very early. I think I watched it myself, and then Julie and I watched it together. And actually, I think I might have watched the first season with you. Well, you watched the first season, and then I think we watched you, it together. And then I think yeah. you rewatched it with me. And then I think I rewatched it with Julie too. So I think I've seen the first season three times, and I think I've seen the rest of it like twice. That is, I would. What is that? Is that Netflix? No. No. What was that on? It was the BBC production, isn't it? That's why they. But where can them. where can you watch? Whatever it? those chicks are doing out there, they're having one hell of a time out there. I'm telling you, it's a bachelor party or something. It is good. We should invite them in for the podcast. They are hooting and hollering. It's like woo girls. They How are, I met your mother. They are wooing. Speaking of that, have you said? Have you watched How I Met Your Father? No, you said you liked it. Oh no! Somebody somebody else watched it. Uh, Sherlock, here we go. Uh, I'm scared to watch. Crackle Prime Video. Oh, you have to rent it and then search Amazon. Yeah, and then Amazon. So what did what did we watch it on? I don't remember. Netflix. I think it was on Netflix for a while. Yeah. Anyway, Sherlock. We got way off. Two twenty one B Baker Street. All right, so. Watson would be good. He's loyal. He also can put up with a fair amount of shit, which I think is an important trait for an athletic trainer to have. There uh, might there might not be a human alive that can put up with more shit. <laughs> like him? Like I mean, Sherlock just destroys him. He mentally God. The things he has to endure yeah. just so his buddy can Go off on a wild, wild, wild tangent to solve a case. It's I mean, going to be his biggest strength. Yeah. No, he he's like again, he can do. I think he's he, good with wound care. Really good with wound care. Very. Um. I mean, in more ways than one. Good with pressure. Uh, I also think he does a really good job of, like, putting action to his words. Right. Like he's. Uh, is there another way to say that? Like when he would be the athletic trainer for sure that says, I need you to do this mobility exercise. And he like, he probably could all oh, know he's got some wounds. So he's got wounds from the war, but he still does it. Like, I feel like he doesn't complain. Uh, he, he, he kind of reached a breaking point once. For sure, but a little who, bit. who doesn't? Yeah. Um, <laughs> he also, like, really did try to learn the ways mm-hmm. of Sherlock. He, like, was being kind of groomed to, like, think along those lines, which means he was open to open to learning. I think he's that. He's also that athletic trainer that can surprise his athletes in maybe how athletic he can be. Sure. Right? Like you look at him and you're kind of like, well, he started whatever. with the limp 
Yeah. The psychosomatic limp. I mean, in the show, yeah, right? Yeah. In other versions, I know he just literally, like, he got shot in the leg or whatever. You know, he also wrote a blog, so maybe he'd be good for he AT did. Twitter. Maybe he would. He, maybe he'd be better than most of us for the Twitterverse. Yeah. Uh, okay, how about Moriarty? Evil genius. I mean. Just one smarter? Talk about a freaking planner. Rehabs. Mm. A lockdown. Uh, disguises. This guy, Yes. This guy's got a lot of things. He's got every different scenario that could happen planned out before it could happen so that it does or doesn't happen. He's Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty ultra prepared. Yes. So but I think selfish. Did you miss me? Did you miss me? Did you miss me? <laughs> That's like the athlete coming mm. off summer break. That's not the athletic trainer. I mean, he's definitely got some He's got some athletic training capabilities. Has he ever really... Kind of lurks in the background. Yeah? Doesn't really need... That's I mean, although point. he does kind of want the attention deep down, but, I mean, that's a that's kind of what most athletic trainers are. Deep down, you want to be noticed, but you don't want to be noticed for being noticed. Is is he sometimes an anti-hero? Sometimes, like, the Moriarty character is, The, the like, best villains... All the best villains you know... You understand their point. You understand yeah. their side of the argument. And you're like, okay, I get what I get. What you're doing that makes the best villain. Can athletic trainers kind of be antiheroes sometimes? <laughs> like, depends it, it, on depends on uh, who athlete, you are, right? Like to the athlete, sometimes an, an an athletic trainer is like everything that keeps them from doing what they love. But yet, we're doing it at times to for the greater good, right? Thanos was trying to like, in theory, like create prosperity amongst half the universe by getting rid of half the universe. Mm -hmm. Like I'm trying to prolong your athletic career by stopping half of your athletic career right now. Yeah. I want you to give up one week (laughs) in order to get back several games. That's interesting. Yeah. Are are athletic trainers (laughs) anti-heroes? I don't think wound care and stuff though with Moriarty. I think like I don't know if he's necessarily the he he didn't handle failure very well either. No, every time Sherlock no. kind of like caught up to him, he got a little frustrated. Yeah. All right, Mycroft, older brother, genius, smarter than even maybe Sherlock. Resources, lots of resources. Resources. Um, not very good with people. A little no. dry. Yeah. Really dry. A little political. At least, yeah, a little political. Mm-hmm. Um, again, composed. Uh, kind of more in, along the um, administrator. He'd be a really good administrator. Yeah. He might be like a solid like head athletic trainer. Yeah. Of a big group of athletic trainers. Somebody that doesn't actually have to be in the field very much anymore. Yeah. Maybe he'd be a good um, advocate for the profession. Yep. Somebody who's not practicing. Maybe athletic training education. I was going to say, like, I wonder, I wonder what kind of Or maybe he could work for NATA. He, he could be on the board. Would he be a, yeah, would he be a good educator? Yeah, maybe he... No, be. because he, he people that don't get it right away, he thinks they're stupid and he gives up on them. Yeah. He's definitely not going to be the one to describe athletic training. 
Yeah, like if you don't get it, get it out of my face. Yeah. All right. How about Lestrade? Ooh, try hard. Try. It just keeps going. I mean, always. I mean, he always thinks he's doing the right thing. Yeah. I mean, frustrated with Sherlock often. So he's like an athletic training student. Maybe can't keep up, but he wants to be there. Follow and that's the, fine. Following the rules. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I'm trying to think of a Lestrade character in the show. The only the only one that I have in my I gotta like look that up or something. In the Sherlock show? Yeah. I mean he's bigger he's bigger in some of the other platforms. I mean I know we're in thinking the movie, of the Benedict ones, but Yeah, I'm I, thinking and then in the, the movie the Robert Downing. Yeah. Which yeah. by all means is a great Sherlock series. I think Lestrade is just a little too um he means well. He thinks he's doing the right thing, but he's never really the one that's like actually accomplishing anything. Like, no, I think he's along for the ride and is by all means a B character because of that. Yeah. I don't know if, and as athletic trainers being B characters is a benefit. Mm. You you want to know what I I see? Might even be a C character. Lestrade as yeah, he's kind of the AT that's helping out, <clears throat> setting up the practice. Ah, like he gets the he gets the arena set up, or the ah. field set up, but yeah. then doesn't cover the event. Yeah, okay. okay. It's like hey, I'm here. Yeah, I got everything organized for you. Yep. Here you go. Take over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll help you. I'll help you out. I'll I'll get. I'll get the field set up for you, or I'll do the, I'll do the field tear down. And then, like one of the players comes up to him and like asks, like, "Hey, like, so oh, you're an athletic trainer too? Like, can you do this for me?" And they kind of go, "Ah, uh, why don't you wait for Chad?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're normal AT. You're normal AT. Like, it's the AT that's covering for somebody, wants to help oh. out, but doesn't really want to like be the ultimate decision maker. Like, you're okay. you're just kind of. Because sometimes when you cover for somebody else, you're like, yeah, I'll help out and I'll do something if I really, really need to. But you don't want to like change a treatment program. Yeah. You don't want to step on toes. Yeah. So that's that's how I see Lestrade. Ooh, that's that's always a, a walk in that line. Yeah. Of like Tough. when you're, when you're covering, covering another Especially, AT's yeah. school, sport, whatever. Your like, coworker has, has a day off for yeah. something, a, a wedding, a funeral or whatever it might be. And you're like. Yeah. Oh, this is what they normally do. Sure, I'll do the same thing, even though you would do something totally different. Do you think they're? That's a good friend or foe covering. Do you think? Yeah. Do you think there therein lies a problem with the profession? Yes. Yeah. Uh no. I take. Uh, I know what you're damn, gonna say. I don't. It's not like a hard like. No, we say. shouldn't cover for anybody else because just being there and being a part of our role is in case something happens. We can take care of it. If the continuity of some of the other stuff isn't 100% the same, is that a huge drawback? It's not great, but it's not a deal breaker to me. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like if you are if you would do A, B, and C every time you work with an athlete and I come in for a day because you're not able to be there yep. and I don't do A, B, and C, I understand the continuity for the day is not great. However, as long as I'm not doing any harm, it's fine. 
Yeah. I think, and that's where, when I say, is that a kind of detriment to the profession? That's what I'm trying, like, that's the, the answer I'm, I think is true. Like, because there's not, there's so many varying <laughs> answers. Wait, I thought I, it was a yes, no question. Meaning, like, there's so many variables in how we interact and treat our athletes or our patients. Yeah. Like, for instance, Structural Elements, the clinic I own, mm-hmm. is part of a franchise. Part of Structural Elements, what is, like, makes it separate from other places is how we evaluate mm-hmm. the whole body. It's a system. It's a system, right? And now there's there's a lot of other pieces to that puzzle that make each individual therapist very valuable. But when somebody gets a treatment from me, it feels different than when they, they get a treatment from my massage therapist or from my other, even my other athletic trainer, Connor. Um, and what's interesting is I feel like, say you, you go in, you go to like cover like your, your coworker's soccer team because they're gone, gone at a wedding and somebody's like, Hey, can you even just tape my ankle? Hey, can you work? Like, I've got this thing going on my quad. You read the notes. Uh, I worked through this area. I worked through that area and you do it. And it just is different Mm -hmm. when you do it versus when the actual regular AT does it Mm -hmm. because working on humans is not like the same as putting together a Lego set where like that's, this is how you put together a Lego set. Mm -hmm. Um, there are these variations in how we take care of people and kind of creates this world of like, all right, you're out of college. You are the soccer athletic trainer. You know, Emily is the basketball athletic trainer. And when Emily covers soccer, it's like this different experience for the soccer players. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, Chad's the only one that can cover soccer because all the athletes are only used to you. And all like, what if we can't have like a pool of like 40 athletic trainers at one college to cover all the sports? Because part of what makes an athletic trainer good and have a great like relationship and work at reducing injuries and getting people back faster is how much you work with that team, right? Yeah. So, like, is it a detriment to athletic training that like somebody else can't just fill in for you for like a they week? can fill in? Everyone just needs to understand that it's okay to have to get out of the routine. It's okay for a day. I think. I think you know what? A second set of eyes that d- does things slightly different. It's like this. If you if you want to if you want to get strong. Squat, right? Do some mm-hmm. squats. If yeah. you want to improve your general strength, do some squats. Yeah. But if you squat 30 days in a row, is that good for you? No. Maybe it's okay to take a day off from the squatting. Could we be so better? So maybe, yeah. Mm. Maybe you mix in some lunges. Ground, groundbreaking athletic training here <laughs> on Candid Athletic Training. So what I'm saying is, Maybe I'm doing something day after day after day 
and then you take over for a day and do it slightly different. One, it gives them a break from what I was doing. Yep. Two, I mean, that might be good for tissue or whatever it might be. But two, maybe it's just a change in perspective, a change in philosophy, an understanding that, oh, something different, like a second set of eyes might be better. It's be an interesting I mean, it does take, it does take, honestly, I think it's better for the athletic trainer than it is for the athlete because I think most athletes want that uh, routine. And they can't be like, oh my God, it's different than it was yesterday. So they can't handle it. But from the athletic trainer perspective, I think it's great. Yeah. Honestly. And maybe I can learn, hey, what did you do with them? How did you feel today? Did it go well? And sure, we like we like when the athlete says, "Oh, I prefer when you do it this way." Deep yeah. down, we all want to totally. hear that. We all be like, "Oh my god, your tape job is so much better than the, the other person that taped me." Deep down, as athletic trainers, we all want to hear that. But it's okay if somebody else tries something different and it goes okay. So Lestrade is the fill-in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Episode just posted. There you go. <laughs> um, so last character we're gonna do, and we're gonna make a decision here. Dumbass. Oh, sorry. Mrs. Hudson. Yeah. The housekeeper, the the landlord, mm. you know, they move into T- 221B is Mrs. Hudson. What are your thoughts on Miss Hudson? Mrs. Hudson. God. Does she put up with some shit? I think she'd be great. She has She to puts be up great. with almost as much as Watson. Actually, maybe even more. She's quick to help. Yeah. Um, but she's also quick to say, look, no, you got to do this shit yourself. You got to pick up. You got to do this. She's yeah. very keen, observant. She'll walk in and be like, oh, you did this, or why is there a bullet hole in my wall, or whatever. <laughs> you know, like, she she notices shit. Yeah. She's, she, like, gets people, too. Yeah. Like. She, she, I think she can push when she needs to. She can pull. She's she can, funny when she needs she, to. Yeah, she's got a little, she's she's got got a little wit to her. Um, she's got comebacks. Oof. A little Stick unflappable. Skin. I think she's used to some of the chaos. Yeah. Um, she was pretty good at the grieving process, I think, too. Better than maybe um Watson. Like Sure. Uh and deep down she's got a little edge to her. I think she offed one of her ex husbands. <laughs> you know, like uh if there's not a sign to an edge. Like she, low key, I think she's got like a, a little dark side to her, but she doesn't yeah. show it. And I think. Ooh, there's, that's actually like a, a good point. She, she's got a whole nother kind of like life that nobody sees. Yeah. Right. Do, do you ever see her apartment? No. No. That's so. Like, I like that part. Ooh, she'd be good. She'd be really good. So with those, with those characters, mm-hmm. I really, it, to me, it comes down to two. Oh yeah, Watson, Watson and Hudson. Yeah, Watson. I mean, Moriarty would be like maybe, maybe in the mix just because how smart he is, and yeah. But um, and all right. So let's between you, and between Burns, Watson and Hudson. <sighs> I'm gonna go Hudson. Hudson cooks better. I mean, food is important yeah. in our world, but I'm actually gonna go Hudson. I think. I think at times. Watson, you know what? He loses his composure enough for me that Hud- Mrs. Hudson, to me, is the winner of the, the fat of, what is it, May 31st. Yeah, I'm going to put it up on social I, media. I'm going to go I with do Watson. Think both of them have a possibility of making the fat bracket, though. Yeah. I, I, I don't think we can 
necessarily Watson, say Watson is better than another uh, 48 or not better than another 47. Yeah, Actor, athletic, fictional athletic trainers. Watson uh mrs hudson yeah kyle kyle says chad your point of a second set of eyes is a great point the primary at can get so tunnel vision and in a routine they may be missing something else that needs to be addressed and i cannot agree with you more i think second opinions are very valuable we just have to be open and willing to yeah i and i think i think there's you know, when I was when I was part of like a team of athletic trainers, mm-hmm. we started talking about these like minimum standards of what it meant to be on our team, and like the level of kind of like care and what, like what's the bare minimum, <laughs> and that that bar needed to be like high, right? Because we wanted every athlete on our team to be able to see anybody. Um, personalities are going to gravitate towards certain personalities, but you know, there's an interesting, I think, uh, like course that athletic trainers have in their, in their lives. This is where I went. Bare minimum. Oh, <laughs> what's yeah. the bare minimum amount of flair? What's I have 23 pieces 37. of flair. 37. Why do you want to be the bare minimum? Um, I always think having another athletic trainer or second opinion is very valuable. I think it's like immensely valuable because we all we all overlook things if we have been looking at the same human day in and day out. It, it's just like I forgot to post the episode. Like <laughs> like I literally I I assumed on a Sunday night, I sat down in front of my laptop and I posted yeah. the episode. And but you, you didn't because it was a holiday. You had off, so it well, was like, out of the routine. And then also, like, you know when you, like, do something every single yeah. day? It's like you can check a box without actually completing what you were supposed to do. All right? the time. And I think, I think that applies to treating humans. It's funny people. because at the same point, then, when you share a team with someone, sometimes it's, it's hard when you, you're always having two people. And then it's, well, mom said this and dad yeah, said this, correct. or, oh, you said no. So I'm going to, so it, it, it goes both ways. There's a very thin, thin line between love yeah. and hate. I don't know whatever, where I was going, red but line. like, thin red line. yeah, like it's good to have multiple people looking at something, but then it, there's times where it can be bad. You know, it's, it's, it's really what makes this profession so unique is the amount, the amount of. We have seconds, and not always. I mean, like, the amount of input that needs to go in before we process the decision, mm-hmm. all the factors you talked about before, yeah, time, and like, whatever. Um, does somebody else, has somebody else looked at this or not? Mm-hmm. You know, what would they say? What would I say? Let's make sure we're on the same page. We, I don't want to counter, uh, I don't want to contradict what somebody else might tell you. Because then I'm just confusing the patient. There's so many variables to 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 treating somebody. And I would I would also say, I think as athletic trainers, a lot of us do this very well. But I would say more athletic trainers need to be open to other athletic trainers and other health professionals having a different view of what's going on. And 
maybe you learn something, right? Yeah. And yeah. Anyway. All right. Mrs. Let's, Hudson. Hudson for you. Watson for me. I put it up on social media. Hopefully Watson. you'll vote. Watson. Um, I think Watson will get more votes just because people will know. Yeah. I did also put up who's the best sidekick on TV slash um, movies. Yeah. Oh, last week we put the egg up on social yeah. media. Like, do you crack your egg in the pan? How'd that or go? On the, um, it turned out super close. 51 to 49. In favor of? <laughs> dun, 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 in a side bowl. Oh, that was what you said. Congratulations, congratulations Kevin, for winning 50, a poll. 51% of the country knowing how to make some scrambled eggs. So then it was because I didn't say like, I said, where do you crack your eggs? Yeah. We got a bunch of comments. Uh, on the edge of the sink. Oh, sure. I sure, also sure, use sure, both in sure. the countertop. Always the countertop. Oh. Depends on how the eggs are being cooked. I'm assuming you mean scrambled, so bowl, but bowl also for poached eggs, pan for fried or sunny side up. Pan if sunny side up, bowl how, scrambled. Depends on what type of eggs I'm making. How do you crack your eggs? On the pan. On the like edge of the pan? No, no, no. I mean, like, how do you create the crack? On the edge of the pan. Yeah. Always. I saw I saw a video of like, have you come across these videos of it? it there's one that's like, you telling me I've been I, for forty years I've been doing X and it doesn't matter what it is, and one guy, he he holds the egg, like we'll call it two feet from the pan, and just drops it. And then literally picks it up, and like perfectly the egg just like kind of goes out. Like, Did you try it? I did. Did it work? No. Oh, that's fine. But when the guy tried it on the video, it worked. <laughs> so I think it's like to be Movie? determined. Yeah. I'll try that. I'll try and it I once. thought, huh, interesting. Like, it, like that's like the perfect amount of like... <laughs> That like all of a sudden you can just pick up the egg. Maybe it depends on the surface. So that like, is there a? Mm, I don't I trust. Do it. I don't trust that. I do it on the counter. On the counter, break it. I'm just scared them to drip on the counter. And then I clean it up. Where if I, I drip it time. on the pan, but you're also going to drip it on the side of the pan, which is going to go in like on the stove. And, uh, maybe. That's why Julie's there. Eh, there you go. All right, FMK Kev. No. Okay, maybe. F1, marry one, kill one. If you're on the live stream, let us know. We're going to do three different types of calf stretches tonight. My calves are tight. My calves. I love stretching calves is my favorite thing. Your own my or own, other people's? My own. Oh. I spend a majority of my day stretching my calves because my calves are always tight. Yeah. So we're going to- Hard gonna, to stretch other people's calves. No. Not really. You think somebody else could stretch your calf as well as you can stretch your own calf? Mm-hmm. Wow. I need to find that stretcher. You just have them land. I mean, well, I guess I'll say it depends because Dave would have me say it depends. I think the force think you have to the, create. The gastroc is, is easy. I think it's much harder to stretch somebody else's soleus. For sure. At 100%. <clears throat> but a, a traditional gastroc stretch, just lay on your back, straight leg, Pulled back on the toes. Hmm. I'm fine with that. I think that's probably my second, other than the violator stretch, that's probably the stretch <laughs> I did the uh, I guess a hamstring stretch. Violator, hamstring, calf. 
Here's a question. I know. May I guess maybe some shoulders too. But it's in the top five for me and stretches, body parts to be stretched. Yeah. Here's, a, here's a random question and maybe like this is a good send it out in the Twitterverse. You're an athletic trainer. Yeah, I right? yep. Yeah. Eh, barely. Well, you, you've been one for a while. <laughs> okay. When was the last time somebody stretched you? Somebody else? Mm-hmm. I can tell you the last time somebody else stepped on my back to crack it was this morning. It was my wife and my two-year-old. He saw mom do it, so he wanted to do it. It was really cute. He's trying, did trying we get, to Did we get some cracks? Julie, when Julie stepped on it, yeah. Mm-hmm. When Bennett mm-hmm. did, no. But it was really cute. Like he went, he's like, I do it. I help. Yeah. It was really fun. He's almost heavy enough. Thirty some pounds, yeah. He's gonna he's you know what he's gonna start doing soon? He's gonna see you on the ground. He's gonna get on the back of the couch and he's gonna like top rope just oh, somebody, people, people's elbows. Somebody you know? sent me a video of that with a kid. I'll show you the video after. Um So when was the last time somebody stretched you? I mean, I, not crack your back. Because that's not, I mean, technically, athletic trainers don't crack. Uh, just a couple of weeks ago, I had somebody at the clinic stretch my hip flexors. All right. All right. Good for you. It doesn't happen very often. Yeah. Yeah, just a good old-fashioned Thompson Yeah. test off the edge of the table. I would, yeah. Uh, what was I going to my phone for? Oh. Probably the video of the kid doing. Oh. Uh, what, where is it from last week? DC wants to know what the violator stretch is. Uh, it's a nice low back stretch. <laughs> uh, Do we, you Google violator stretch? No, don't, don't go. <laughs> <laughs> Not unless you want to get, well, don't do it on your work computer. Not safe for work. Don't do it on your work computer. Uh, I don't know what it is. We'll find it someday. There's a video of my two-year-old doing, um, that's on our, that's on our Instagram Two-year-old doing agility ladders. In his Elmo Elmo slippers. Yeah. His feet are too big for him. Um, Loves him, though. Okay, Nisi, the violator, the best way I can explain it is like uh, a two-person, like, assisted happy baby. Happy baby. A happy baby with a little overpressure. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You can, you can, you can... Search happy baby stretch. Happy baby stretch. And just put somebody at the feet. Yeah. Leaning over. <laughs> yeah. Somebody else is creating the pressure for the, the happy baby. So, the three stretches we're going to F, marry, and kill are your traditional straight leg, uh, straight leg heel back, gastroc stretch, uh, the bent knee soleus stretch, uh, and then the toe up in front or like on a wall. Yeah. Hope that makes sense to those of you listening in the audio form of this podcast. <laughs> well, it's not like we showed it. We're not showing. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, oh man, I wanted to kill that one right away. But then I started thinking about getting that like toe extension involved, and it, it got me a little juicy. <laughs> I was like, dang it, juicy! I remember I lo- juicy. I love, I love getting some toe extension. Um. Uh. All right, I'm I'm just gonna marry this straight leg. I'm gonna f with the toe on the wall, and I'm gonna kill the soleus. Mm. If I'm straight leg, 
I know I get more stretch out of soleus if I'm bent leg, but I'm still going to get some soleus stretch on straight leg. I'm, I'm elongating the whole chain. I want some toe involvement every once in a while. I, I want to play with some toes. So I'm going to F that. And then I, I got to, I got to kill. That means I got to kill the bent leg. I got to kill the, the, the only thing I'm stretching is my soleus. Even though the man, that's what gets so sore on me. That's a hundred percent my favorite stretch to do man. myself. I went for a run the other day, man. Holy cow. <laughs> it was straight soleus. Yeah. I caught a cramp in the first like half mile. Really? Yeah. In the soleus? Soleus cramp? Or are you just saying? I don't know like, if it, I, um But the next day that's where no, you No, it, it was probably gastroc. Mm. No, I, I I literally like a half mile down the road, I'm like, oh hey, hey, oh, 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 hey, hey, hey. <laughs> and I like had to walk for like a block and then it was kind of that like, all right, if I don't like push off a certain way, like I'm cool. Like it's tough times, was, Kev. You used yeah, to be a division one track athlete. I don't go for runs anymore. <laughs> I know. And like I needed to clear my head and where I work right here, I had some, I had a couple hours and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to run down to the lake because we have a beautiful lake within yeah. a half mile here, maybe less. And I'm like, I, I'm gonna run down the lake, run back, and by the time I got to the lake, I was like, "Oh, Jesus!" You called the Uber for the ride, <laughs> and the ride back. No, drop me off one block from the clinic. I did not. I almost did though. <laughs> Last week, I went running for the first time. Like I did a, like yeah. a cardio. Well, I shouldn't say that. I've been I've been doing a cardio class quite a bit. Okay. I did it for the first time since I've been in these zero drop shoes. Yeah. And I was so scared. Because I've been battling a little Achilles slash mm-hmm. soleus like tendonitis for a long time, and mm-hmm. I just I'm so scared of running with the Achilles tendon issue in the zero drop because I just know I'm begging I'm, my Achilles is gonna go. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how, how often do you wear the zero the zero drop? Though? Well, every, every day, every day? day now. Yeah, yeah, man, you're working through it. I know, but I don't want to like run in them. I'm scared to like sprint and stop, and uh, that's all. Well, I, mean, I did last sure. week. Yeah, like within reason. Yeah. yeah, like don't don't all of a sudden go don't go zero to a hundred, right? Correct. At the same time, like you're probably you're probably doing your tendons some loving. It's good, <laughs> right? You're lengthening those babies out. All I day. sure hope so. That was mm, the whole goal. You stretching them out. So you're FMKing what? Yeah. So I love personally the bent knee. Um, what I call the soleus stretch. Mm-hmm. And I actually love it as a teaching tool. The, when the first time you tell an athlete, do this, do the straight leg, and then do the bent knee, and then they're like, oh, there's two different muscles down there. What? Everyone's like, oh, my God. So I love that as a teaching. Um, I don't think you can marry it, though. No? No. Oh. I think you have to play with it. Oh. So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> to gonna F... I'm gonna go, F it. I'm gonna go F it, Bentney. Yeah, I'm gonna F, yeah. F the Bentney because it is great. But there's there's more important things. Um, so I'll I'll marry the straight leg traditional heel down missionary. Yeah, give me the vanilla. Yeah. I'm gonna kill the toe in front or toe on the wall in front of you. Yeah, it's a little awkward. To do, it's hugging, I, hugging a wall. Yeah, 
even if you're doing it on a low countertop, and to your point, uh, with the toe extension, it's not a cast stretch. Well, no, I think you could try to actively extend your toes while doing the other stretches, and I think that would be. Mm. I think it's going to be. He went. He went activate in the extension. Yeah, try oh, it. I've never done yo. it, but I'm going to try it tomorrow or after the show. Um, so I think mm-hmm. passively doing it, you can. I I think I would try to do the other stretches and add in if you want to add in some toe extension. You can. I gotcha. You can dabble. I gotcha. Just change a position a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe try to flex right here and it'll yeah. feel better. Also, I think. I well, think with the with the traditional straight leg calf stretch and the bent leg, you can also play with foot position a little bit better than you can doing uh, the other one, and I think that's a little bit more helpful. Positions matter. Position matters. Yeah. Everything you got. You got to get the right angle. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely got to get the right angle, and if you get the right angle, you might you might want to marry it. You you probably <laughs> should. If it works, it works. It works. Um, I think that's all the shenanigans we have. So let's let's do a feature topic, Kev. Well, we're gonna try something here, and because our good folks, our good friends, best friends of the show, healthy roster. Um, you know what? Have you ever considered switching your EMR? Last year alone, Healthy Roster helped more than 800 athletic trainers make the transition to their platform. AT's main reason for the change, ease of use. See yourself, see for yourself why so many are migrating. Scan the QR code. We got it on the screen right we here. Got so it check on, this that screen, on YouTube. On yep. your screen now. Or visit HealthyRoster.com to schedule a no-obligation demo with their team. Did you know healthy roster customers save themselves 45 to 60 minutes a day? Holy crap. 45 to 60 minutes a day is incredible. That well, is, of all the things, we've, we're 221 episodes in. Yep. It might be one of the most incredible stats we've had. You know what? 45 to 60 minutes, you might be able to binge a nice little Canada Athletic Training podcast in that amount of time. Yeah. I was going to go watch an episode of <laughs> Succession, but... Well, I think Canada Athletic Training at 1.25 speed. What would you do with your extra hour? You owe it to yourself to find out. Again, scan this QR code or visit HealthyRoster.com and click the red chat button. Healthy Roster, number one for every setting and for every AT. Yeah. Super excited about what Healthy Roster has going on. Heck yeah, man. Kevin. Yeah. Talk to me about tonight's feature topic. One thing you can't live without in your ATR. And we stole this. We did. So I was cruising around on the old Twitterverse because, you know what, it's the only time I go on Twitter is right before the show. And I saw a couple people actually post it, including um, our friends over at Gopher Ellis. That's the first place I saw it. And... It got me thinking. One thing. I mean, there's a lot of things we can't live without. But what's the one thing you can't live without in your ATR? (laughs) I'm going to tell you right now, it does not have to be in like an actual object either. 
Like, you know what? If, if you're like, I can't, I can't live without smiles. The, that works. The spirit of the question is one thing. However, there is a correct answer. Mm-hmm. And it's light. <laughs> it's light. You, you need light in your athletic training room. It's the only acceptable real answer. You ever try running you an athletic training room in the dark? In the dark? You couldn't live in the athletic training room without dark or in the dark? No. So that's not the spirit of the question, but that's my fun answer. Have you ever been in an athletic also, training people, room that was you ever been so in, dark that you couldn't see? Yeah. I think I was next to Aaron Rodgers for four days. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hopefully you're on the same shrooms he was. Um, I mean, also people. You need people in there. You ever, is it? An empty, could you, do you which, like it? Do you, you like a friend or foe? An empty athletic training room. Oh, it's it's. That's a great. We're going to do that for next week. Sure, it can be peaceful. That we've never done that. An empty athletic training room can be awfully. Oh, like that. Peaceful is not the right word. Comforting is not the right word. Like. Sometimes, like me sitting on the balcony this morning with a cup of coffee, an empty athletic training room gives me the same feeling of just this like, ooh, this is great. Um, One thing I couldn't live without, uh, like, my first thought actually went to a table, and here's why. I apologize to my wife currently if she's listening, which I know she's not. (laughs) But like when people ask me for treatment at home, whether it's my wife, whether it's other people in my life, one of my biggest pet peeves is trying to do what I do on a table. On a couch. On a couch, (laughs) on a bed, on the floor. Like it is super awkward. The floor I can I can get down with the floor most of the time. It's a really good answer, Kevin. But I man, and I tell her all the time, I'm like I would love to can I just like can I treat you at the clinic the next time we're there together? Instead of like right now trying to figure out how to like work on your shoulder or your back or you know, like oh your hip flexor is just really like you're you're complaining about it. Like uh it's just when I I have full full disclosure, if I don't have I make it work, but man, I'm frustrated. It's a really really, really good answer. Like if that was a draft and you man, that's a that would dominate. Um mm-hmm. so what I'm hearing it one on one though. Well, it'd be good value wherever you yes. got it. Because exactly. it is, it probably is should be the one. Well, other than light, light is the one on one. However, <laughs> what I'm hearing is somebody needs to send Kevin a portable treatment table so he can do work wherever he goes. No, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> they don't make those. Portable. Those those do not exist. Maybe we should partner with a portable treatment table. Oakworks. That's one company. Um, I have one, Chad. I know you just need to. Take it with you everywhere. Everywhere I go. Everywhere. Uh, I go. That's a really good answer. Is that 
That's your. That's your. I'll, I'm going to go with that as my official answer. If something else kind of like, I don't, ooh, I don't think I can really beat that. You don't have to beat it. It's just what, what, what would, what could you not live without? And by all means, live listeners right now, anything you want to think of or talk about that you couldn't live without in your ATR, what's one thing you could not live without? I, I mean, selfishly, like, God, a coffee maker, like, I love coffee. Um, I, I guess I would say selfishly. Mm-hmm. Wi-Fi, <laughs> okay. Internet access, okay. Um, I like to watch videos on stuff, show videos on stuff, show mm-hmm. demonstrations. Um, sometimes I feel like I don't do a great job of explaining things. So if I can show someone visually, I think that's important. I think my favorite part of the traditional setting was doing rehab with people, uh, and I think. Doing it with uh, video was really important to me. Okay. Just showing. Because maybe I'm not the best demonstrator. Mm. Unless it's a, a bent knee calf stretch. Yeah, I can do that Got that, for got sure. that down on lock. The more, the more I think about a table is 100% the correct answer. <laughs> like I was trying to think of like a piece of rehab equipment or whatever, but it's just such a way better answer to say... A, a table that you can work off of because yeah. working off anything but a table is super challenging. Like we make it, we do, we do it, but yeah. are, are we ever truly happy about it? <laughs> I used to do like, it's like doing hotel treatments. Yeah, exactly. hundred percent. When you're doing, when you're doing freaking treatments in the hotel, it's like, are you really getting, are you getting all the athletic trainer that you should be getting? Probably not. What? A, okay, I got one for you. Yeah. Snacks. Kyle just said Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> um, could I live without them? Yes. Do I want yeah. to live without them? No. How about, sp- uh, to me, space. Like, I oh. like a big ATR where I can move around. I hate I hate I hated going to ATRs that felt cramped and small. Um selfishly I felt like mm. we you know at my old position we had great space. Yeah, you did. We had uh, you know separate rooms for this and then I w- went to other facilities and I was like, how do you work out of this? Mm. That's interesting. So to me space, I like I I want to be able Again, I want to demonstrate things. I want to do different movements. It's tough mm. to do when you're in a closet. Interesting. So if we were drafting, you're, I, got, you're, I got light you, and space. Yeah, you got light and space. <laughs> we're not drafting, but we're not. But maybe we were doing Rushmores. I don't know. Mini fridge. I could live without a mini fridge. Like I, I mean. I have a bag over there with my lunch in it, and I don't. When I bring my lunch to work, I never put it in the fridge. Like what I just, it just stays in my in my bag. What? What's your? How about this? Slightly off topic. Um, you make dinner. You got Uh leftovers. Do you like? And let's say 
you make a big dinner and you know that you and Julie and Bennett are not going to eat this part of it. Mm-hmm. It's still hot. Do you put it in the fridge? Yep. Yeah. My wife does not. She like, she'll wait for it to cool and then put yeah. it in the, no, put it in the, what's the difference? It's going to cool don't know. off. She, she thinks that like it does, it gets weird. Bacteria? I don't know. I mean, in the restaurant training, it does. There is some something along the line. If if you go from really hot to cold, some people will. I wonder if that's that what it's from. Bacteria. She worked in yeah. a kitchen for a while. I wonder yeah. if that's where it came from. Um, interesting. And when you were asking about meal sizes, you want to know what my favorite thing to do for dinner right now is like legitimately like the order out. Well, that too, but like <laughs> e- even easier. Well, not easier, but like. Just going to the um, going to the grocery store and buying a rotisserie chicken right now is like my jam. Oh, you do? Yeah, you would love that. Just the uh, the rotisserie chicken. Yeah. Julie gets the dark meat. I get the white meat. There's enough left over, so I have lunch for the the next day, mm-hmm. and then there's some for the dog. <laughs> and it's like eight bucks. Grammar. It's like it's like the yeah. a, a value. I'm getting a full meal for the family. Mm-hmm. I cook a little white rice and some frozen vegetables or whatever. Yeah. So it's it's cheap, and then I have some leftovers for lunch. That's just great. There is no disagreement on my um my end on that. Yeah, we've been doing rotisserie chicken at least once a week now for I like used, like the last two months. I used to get one of those all by myself. Freaking go to town. Yeah. Go to town. And Pick and Save always has really good ones. Great ones. Yeah. Anything else that you can't live without? The old ATR? No. Did you Sour see what kids? some of the ones on the Twitter were? Sour Patch Kids. Sour Patch Kids. Mini Fridge? No, I'm saying in the oh the, the Twitter. Do you remember what some of the other ones were? Coffee Maker. One person, you know, was speaking to the um, Chad in all athletic trainers, and the, he said laughter. <laughs> yeah. Which I don't disagree. I mean... Man, would it would it would be really tough in order if you went to work all the time and there was just zero zero laughter. Um, I hate it when I'm at work and it's like a dead zone of just like everybody's so Monday like that it's like nobody wants to laugh about anything. Yeah, I agree. Speakers speakers came up a lot. Music. Um, TV, yeah, that's... All you know, cool. some people actually like their coworkers and they said their colleagues, which, you know, I used to like Dave. Now he never calls me. Um, <laughs> I can't wait for him to <laughs> blow me up when I say Call you out on that one. Yeah. Snacks. Snacks came up a lot. Um, yeah, one person actually said in a, in a separate tweet, somebody else put out there, um, shelves. She could not live without shelves. She needs so like, she needs the storage. Somebody else says in storage, just like I need storage. Um, a place for everything. Yeah. And that's. I just imagine, want imagine an athletic training room with no like shelves. Everything on the floor. Just everything <laughs> on the floor. Like but, maybe even have a table. 
You got a table and no shelves. All the crafts on the floor, but you get to do treatments on a table. Either would uh, you rather? Would you rather? Would you rather have everything? Give me the table and the floors. I'll, I agreed. Agreed. Uh, I think that's about it. Yeah, we're run, we're running out of time here. To it's a longer episode than I thought. It was. I agree. Man. We just a lot of sidebars. Jesus. It's just good. Freaking Sherlock Holmes. Well, you know uh, what? let's just quick do the the polls and then we'll get out of here. So what do we got? Um, Ow! Doctor Watson, eighty six percent over Miss Hudson right now. I got. It. Uh, yeah. It's only it's early. It's only been fourteen votes. Yeah, so, most people know those. Yeah, like Doctor Watson. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you to Healthy Roster. Thank you to Smart Tools. Thank you to Go for All Art. Go for Alls. Maybe one day. Hopefully thank you for soon. Human Kinetics. Um, thank you, Arbor, and thank you, Athletic Trainer Insurance Plus, for all being a part of this show. Um, you help us put it on every single day. Go to CanadaAthleticTraining.com. Get yourself a membership. Um, if you here's something that's always been out there. If you need to renew your membership, just go sign up for a membership again. Uh, unfortunately, and it's probably just like the level of what our website can do right now. I can't add a renew button to your membership. Um, it, it breaks the internet if I try to do it. So if you need to renew that membership, go to CanadaAthleticTraining.com and just sign it up again. And you know, if there's some other kind of like conflict, you know, it won't let you put that email address in there. Maybe I can do it on the back end if you just let me know that you need to do that. And other than that, have a great night. Have a great week. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye, y'all. Not, 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 not,